Hello, my name is Brandi Walker. Welcome to Throwing Light. This is episode 46, How Not to Quit on Your Dreams, part four. So last week, I shared with you how not to quit on your dreams, part three. I talked about how two years ago, I started this series, and I did parts one and two in 2017 of how not to quit on your dreams. I want to share with you four more kind of practical things that you can do to keep going towards your dreams. And we'll just dive right in. If you want kind of more of the backstory of why I'm interested in this, and what it's all about, you can listen to the third part of the series, which I shared last week. Also highly recommend checking out parts one and two, which were made quite a while ago. Okay, so number one of this part four, ask for help (laughs) or hire help. So I talked about this a little bit in part three. I mentioned that I hired a coach. I think that we come to a point where sometimes it helps to get an outside perspective. I hired a coach because I want to write this book. And I have been trying to write this book on my own for no joke, 10 years. And I have like a little under 20,000 words. It's not the actual, it's not the actual writing part that's difficult. The reason that I hired her in our like, initial meeting. She was like, tell me about, you know, what the barriers are, why you're not writing the book. And so I was like, well, you know, I'm finishing grad school and I have my internship and I have a 17-year-old. They're finishing up, you know, second to last year of high school. I have a seven-year-old son. Like, he's got a lot going on. I'm pregnant, so I'm expecting you know, and then just like regular life stuff. And, you know, I have this podcast and I'm trying to build my brand on Instagram. So usually when I say all this, <laughs> the standard response is like, wow, that's, oh, that's a lot. And uh, she said, okay, well, you've told me a lot of external things. Like, what are some of the internal barriers that you feel you might be facing. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like she totally caught me off guard because I feel like most of the time when I share all the things that I have going on, people are like, you're doing way too much. It's amazing. How are you doing all of that? And the fact is I'm choosing it, right? So I'm doing it to myself. But she didn't see those things as like Like, there's always time, right? And she kind of called my bluff, and I loved it. And so when she asked me that, then I was like, oh, well, that's that's a good question. And I started to think about it, and I was like, well, 
you know, I, I make time to write, but then I don't do it. And I think that there's almost like an, a fear of like, what if I finish it and nothing happens? And I don't know how to do it. So she, what happened was she brought out this like, what she called a hinted agenda. It was like a limiting belief that I had that I didn't even know that I had that really is like essential. It's like really the reason that I haven't written this book yet. And I never would have gotten there on my own. I have been trying to get there on my own for a long time. I wasn't able to go there. And so I'm really stoked. I'm stoked to work with her and to uh, pay her money to help me clear this block. So that's number one. Number two, and this is, this can become what we talked about, like the shadow path. It, It can become tricky, but seek inspiration and or people doing what you want to do and connect with them if possible. Like you can go on Instagram and just fall down the rabbit hole of what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> like I wish that I could have that and they're doing amazing things. But what I find is that when I need inspiration, I go back to listening to people like Rob Bell Krista Tippett, especially Rob Bell. I've been listening to a lot of Rob Bell episodes uh, because in a lot of ways he's doing he's doing exactly what I want to do, <laughs> you know, in a few years. And I don't envy him. I'm inspired. He reminds me of my calling. There's a sense of like, if he can do it, I can do it. So if that's helpful for you, and seek out that inspiration. Um, maybe that's going to look at really profound art. Um, maybe that's reading a really amazing book. Maybe that's watching a great movie, a great YouTube video. Like, you know, whether it's therapy or science or wh- whatever your thing is, like connecting with the greats, whether or not you can talk to them or interact with their work, I think is valuable. And if you get somebody who's kind of like several notches above you, I think it takes away the jealousy because you're not necessarily comparing yourselves to them. Like if you are, if you're listening to somebody's podcast who's like where you actually probably will be in a year from now, but they're there first, that can feel a little bit, I mean, it can be inspiring. It can also be like, sad. (laughs) So you got to be careful with this one. But I think that seeking inspiration, uh, and that could be like going out into nature, going for a hike and just being revived by the beauty of it. You know what inspires you. So seek it out. Next, and I sort of talked about this in, I think the second part of how not to quit in your dreams two years ago. But I think it's worth mentioning again. Read and learn and hone your craft. Be a student of the work you're doing, always. In social work, we have to get CEUs. We have to get we have to continue to get points towards our license. And we have to get so many like every two years. But I think that whether you're a writer or a teacher or a carpenter, like, learn, become a student. 
get better, work at it. I mean, to be honest, like that's what I've done for the last two years. Like I called this my grad school season. And I think that part of the reason I did this was because I felt like I had more to learn. And it's not, I'm not learning to write books or speak publicly, but I'm learning what I want to speak about. And what I learned and the people I met, invaluable. I couldn't have asked for a better cohort, a better uh, learning environment. But also it doesn't necessarily mean grad school. My oldest is interested in becoming a tattoo artist. And so what they're going to do is find an apprenticeship. And they're going to work for free. They're going to learn how to be a tattoo artist, which is incredible. So, yeah, that's – I'm inspired. Uh, I think that that's a brilliant way to do it. And it's a way to, like, learn and not lock yourself into, you know, especially if you're just about to graduate high school. Gary Vee talks about how what you have, like, the gift you have is time. And so you can do anything you want to pursue. Just try it all. And by doing like an apprenticeship type thing or getting like a day job and making art at night or whatever, however you want to do it, you're not racking up student loans. <laughs> so I think there's something beautiful to be said about honing your craft. And last of all, leap. I think sometimes we know we have like the opportunity is right in front of us and we just have to do it. We just have to sign the paper. We just have to jump in and we don't because we're afraid. Sometimes it's not because you can't, but because you don't trust yourself. You don't have the confidence in your work. And sometimes that's healthy. But a lot of times, it's counterproductive. And so I invite you to leap, to punch above your waist. Wait, is that how they say it? Um, <laughs> try things that you don't know if you can pull off and then work like hell to pull them off. I think there's something to be said about evaluating after in a therapy, not a session, but like a when you're working with somebody, you start out with the kind of assessment and planning and then the actual therapy. And then afterwards, you you evaluate. You see what worked and what didn't, what interventions went well and what didn't. And I think that that's helpful for any line of work. I think that you leap and then you look and see how far you, <laughs> how you were able to jump and what was effective and what wasn't. And you don't look at it as I failed. You look at it as what can I learn here and how can I do better next time? Yeah. So that's it. I hope that it was helpful. I could talk, I literally could talk for hours on this subject. I think that whatever it is, whatever dream you have, you have it for a reason. I feel that we we all have a purpose, a reason that we're in this form <laughs> on this planet. And I believe that you matter. 
and that we need your work. And so I hope that you keep going for your dream. And I hope that in some small way that this was helpful. And you got this. All right. Thanks. Namaste. Thank you for listening. I so appreciate your ears. If you like what you heard, there are a couple of ways that you can support this podcast and help build momentum. First, you can share it with a friend. Second, you can leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you're listening through. And third, you can support Throwing Light on Patreon and get cool shit, including a shout out on the podcast. Thank you again. I hope you have an unexpectedly amazing day.